It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And Noah, man, I tell you, I'm thankful, I'm graceful, I'm happy. I'm happy, man. Uh, I'm an eight-armed octopus. Hello, how, how are you doing? <laughs> well, I, I tell you, man, uh, my wife, uh, as you know, Noah, uh, she... Uh, had surgery today, man. How'd that go? You know, I tell you, it, it, it went extremely well. And, um, you know, uh, for my listener audience, if you don't know, my wife is my co-host as well. And uh, she had surgery today, and she's supposed to be sleep, laying down, not doing anything. Uh, but uh, she's dedicated uh, to everything that we do and also the show. So Noah, she's there, but we're going to have to keep her out of this one. And Noah, I'm going to need your help because you know how that is sometimes. Keep Sorry, her I was out. answering the phone. I'm uh, trying to be two places at once. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you just got to take it easy and give your body a rest and be able to make sure that you're not overexerting yourself. Understand. Well, you know, so, and, uh, I think that, uh, we are at that stage right now and, uh, we're happy. I mean, uh, I mean, extremely happy that uh, everything turned out the way it did, and that uh, you know she's feeling extremely well. And uh, the doctor that uh, performed the surgery uh, gave us the VIP treatment, meaning that this doctor is going from surgery to surgery to surgery. But uh, he was on the show. I don't know if you remember uh, Dr. Thomas Corral was on the show remember. about a yeah. month ago. And he was absolutely extraordinary. And he told us on the show, he said, JC, when Michelle or you come in, I'm going to give you the VIP treatment. And I didn't, you know, I mean, initially I did not know what that was. <laughs> I found out what that was today. He came by, did his thing. Uh, and then he went in five minutes after the surgery. Boom. He got me on the, on, on, on the horn, on the phone, telling me exactly everything that happened. And he also said, Hey, I also left pictures of everything there. I'm talking about for it's going into the, and he said, I will be calling you tomorrow. I know it's the weekend. <laughs> it, it, I ain't never had a doctor that didn't like that because they are. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Noah. <laughs> yeah, to have have doctors be able to follow up, and I've had both kinds, to have doctors be able to follow up, like, instantaneously, to be with you every step of the way, that is a huge help and uh, relaxer mentally. And when you get the opposite, it can be quite stressful. Well, you know, I'll tell you something that, 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 that really pointed this out to, to me was the nurses that was uh, – that was attending to Michelle 
And uh, they came in, uh, you know, when she was trying, waking up and she said, well, Dr. Corral, this, that, that. And they, he's not going to talk to you until Monday or Tuesday. And and so but everything what he says, I'm reading, I said, well, I just got off the phone with Dr. Corral. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I said, he's calling me tomorrow. What? She said, oh, uh, is he your friend? <laughs> I said, no, I wouldn't say it like that, but he's the adoptees. He don't do that. Then he don't do that <laughs> I mean, because he don't have time. Makes you feel so, good, though. Dr. Corral, I know you're listening because you told me you're going to listen to the show tonight. Thank you, sir. But get, Thank JC, you. You, you know, we've been updating the audience, but uh, guess what today is? Friday! Friday! Friday. Oh, man, you updated it, man. Friday. Oh, oh man. It's Friday. It's definitely Friday. We've made it all the way through another week. Man. And you know what, man? And so I, I've been talking about happy and how happy that I am. Uh, Happiness is extremely important in your daily walk. It is in everything that we do. But Noah. I got the chief happiness officer on the show tonight. That sounds probably like one of the most important positions that somebody could have. Well, this guy is incredible, man. And his name is Edwin B.D. B. Reed. And I tell you, man, this guy is so happy. Every time I talk to him, every time I chat with him, I mean, it's just, and then when I see, see his face, man, it, even if you was in the worst condition or worse or whatever, you only thing you can do is like, you're going to be happy. And that's what we need to do. And also, I got a very good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Brian Walker. I call him B.W. or B.W. How long you been uh, friends with him? Uh, actually, about, about six weeks. <laughs> but but uh, what I'm trying to say, when you meet somebody and... You know how that is, Noah. Oh, sometimes you just you you meet somebody, you just you, click. You you click. You you click. And uh, this guy, I mean, so he's he's kind of sitting in a little bit for Michelle. Uh, and uh, I want the audience to get a chance to know both of these great guys. We focus on ch the chief happiness officer uh, tonight, but we also focus on this Friday. We also focusing on if you had a bad day, a bad hour, a bad minute. You know, open up, cheer up. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. You know what, Noah? Normally I have Michelle here to tell our listening audience uh, about the purpose of the show. But, you know, man, that's that's me. That's me. It's my show. It's okay. It's the James Cooley show. It's your life. I think you can handle <laughs> it, my friend. Uh, man, I'm a little... Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm joking, my friend. But nobody, uh, let's be honest, look, nobody delivers it quite as graceful as Michelle. Well, and that's true. Because about the last 15 to 20 guests, uh, this, uh, they gave Michelle royalty on how she introduced them. But I tell you, listen, audience, I want to tell you about the purpose of the show. The purpose of tonight's show is... Getting to know the backstory of Edwin Edebury. I'm gonna mess up his name the whole time, and I know he said, "No, you got to practice." But uh, just call let's call him the Chief Happiness Officer. Uh, we're gonna learn about the Happiness Movement. Uh, 
We're also going to learn about the Happiness Neighborhood Projects. And we're going to learn about the 10 ways, the 10 ways to be happy. And most importantly, we're going to learn about upcoming happy events. And Noah, I think all of us need to be part of those. Oh, 100%, you know? my friend. And so if you want to be part of this conversation, one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Let me tell you a little bit about this great guy, Edwin. I, I call him Edwin B. Reed. Edwin B. Reed uh, understands that at at least the heart of all human beings lies to desire to live a happy life and dream big, think big, and be big in everything that you do. Yet some people. Let those other things other get in the way where they want to be mad. They want to be unhappy. They want to uh, find things to make them. But this guy, Edwin, had made this his life work, his life work to assist people all over the world and to help them achieve and understand what happiness is all about. You know, and it, he just does a little simple thing. Uh, it says, when it comes down to cutting edges, strategies, techniques, and everything to better your life, most importantly, you have to have a positive mindset, and you have to want to be happy, and you have to want to push all those things aside. Now, Edwin Endless' desire is to help people transform and help them communicate and help them think uh what it takes to be happy and Edwin also got this and uh, he he worked with a, a fortune 500 companies he worked with a lot of different united nations and top 10 experts uh, in the field of happiness all over the world this guy is awesome but he also deal with the neighborhood projects that reaching thousands and thousands of people to make sure that they are there so i tell you i know we're going to take the break but when we come back i want to bring this great man to the floor and we all are going to understand what it takes to be happy and again if you want to be part of the conversation that's one 888 we'll be back shortly there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity 
community of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. It's Friday. We're going into the weekend, and a lot of us had bad weeks uh, and we might have had a bad day today, but I got Edwin, uh, Edwin the Wheat on the phone, and he's the chief happiness guy uh, in the world. And he deal with a lot of folks. And I tell you, if you had a bad day, if you had a bad week, if you had a bad second, you might want to pick up that phone and call Edwin. It's, and the number you can call is one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Edwin, how you doing, my friend? How you doing? I am definitely happy. <laughs> I am happy to <laughs> you be know here. What? <laughs> hey man, I'm happy to have you here, man. Because uh, as, as you notice that uh, when we're talking, I mean, uh, each one of our lives are different. And uh, we're affected in a lot of different ways. And um, we just need to understand that uh, we can't strive when we are confused and walking around unhappy. And uh, I know I have seen a lot of your stuff, your TED Talks, a lot of great things that you're doing. Edwin, can you tell our listeners a little bit about you, your background, and where you grew up? Well, before I go into that, I just want to send positive energy, positive thoughts, and positive feeling energy to your life, so that you can recover well, you know, and to be okay. brand new. Uh, right. So, so I'm gonna switch uh, right now to BK. How you doing, BK? How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, my good man. How are you? Doing just fine, man. Uh, I tell you, man. Now, what you thinking about? Uh, the title of the show, uh, uh, Happy, Being Happy. Happy, I mean, what, what's better? You know, that's the decision that we all wake up and we decide if we want to be happy or unhappy. So me personally, I'm always happy. I'm happy when I'm able to wake up and uh, get that second, that, that breath, that breath of air. You know, ain't no better than that. Wow. Hey, Michelle, what are your thoughts right now? Um, uh, I love I think happy is is a beautiful word, and everyone should strive to achieve happiness. 
everyone should strive to achieve happiness. Uh, but I, I tell both of my guests right now, if they don't come off speakerphone, we're not going to be able to hear a word that they're saying. And it's not going to uh, uh, resonate because we can't hear either one of them at this particular time. You know, so, uh, uh, but you know what I tell you, uh, just, just like I mentioned earlier, uh, that, um, you know, my wife went in for surgery today and, um, we always think that, uh, things could potentially happen and we kind of get a little sad before we even enter that, uh, atmosphere, regardless whether it's a major surgery or minor surgery. Uh, but, uh, we have to be able to, uh, uh, just think positive. And, uh, I, I'm just so blessed and I'm so happy to have, uh, Edwin and, 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 and Brian here today, uh, to help discuss this great topic of being happy. And I, I, I think that, uh, hey, Noel, I think we, we probably got the, the sound thing taken care of. What do you think? Well, okay. Edwin is back. Edwin is back. <laughs> okay. So, Edwin. <laughs> Uh, and I apologize uh, for both. So, Edwin, um, who was your role model growing up, and how did you get this attitude of happiness? Well, my grandmother would have to be my role model growing up, okay? And uh, now, growing up in Nigeria, you get discipline as a little kid, okay? You know, you get some whooping, you know, for doing all kind of stuff. But uh, my grandmother never whooped me. But instead, she just locked me in between her legs. Okay, she locked me in between her legs, and then she started talking what I consider back then as gibberish. You know, I didn't understand anything she was saying, but she was full of wisdom. I mean, I, I, I she, she lived on to age of one or two before she died, and a lot of the things she was saying when I was like two or three or four or five years, all of them play back now in my head as I've grown. And so I am very thankful for that experience. Yes, you know. Uh, well, you said, hold on, hold on. You said she never whoop you, but she lock you <laughs> in oh, between yeah. her legs. And, and, and you, you wasn't able to pull away or nothing like that? Man, those legs were so tight, man. Those movements were so tight. I'm telling you. I, you know, sometimes I don't, I don't know about the rest of the kids. I'll be praying for her to just give me some whooping because that way I will be done with and then I can move on. But she said, no, that's too easy, you know. She just locked me there, and, and I struggle and struggle. After some time, I just give up, and then she just keep talking. And, and I'm so <laughs> thankful because she was full of wisdom. Wow. You know, you, you hit the nose on wisdom. Uh, she knew how to get to you or probably all her grandkids. Or, and, uh, but I tell you, man, when I was growing up, I mean, uh you would get a whipping. Grandmama would give you one. Mama would give you one. Uh, the next door neighbor would give you one. Uh, the teacher <laughs> would give you one. <laughs> and, 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 uh, you know, it, it, that's not how they do it in time today. But I tell you, I believe that we grew up understanding discipline, discipline, and we also grew up being happy. Because just like Absolutely. what you just said, you said you'd rather get a whooping than get locked in, in between those legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, 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 and also, too, I think she came to the conclusion that I got enough whooping from other people. You know, like you just said, my mom, the teacher, even some of the grown folks in the neighborhood, they'll give me some whooping just for whooping sake. 
And then she just like, none of those were working because otherwise I wouldn't be keep doing the same thing I was doing. So she just locked me in that leg. And sometimes, man, I struggle. I fall asleep, and then she wake me up. She okay, you can go now, you know. But uh, those, those were the times that I see things that that definitely have the rest of my life. Wow. Hey, Edwin, this is producer Noah. I'm very excited to find out more about the happiness movement. So, if you could just tell our yeah. audience, our audience and myself, for that matter, what exactly the happiness movement is and how it got started, how you started it. So, so uh, back in 2009 was at the height of the recession, especially in Northern California. Sacramento was one of the hardest hit. I mean, you know, people were losing their homes. You see bothered homes. Folks were losing their jobs. And even those people that haven't lost their job, they were so scared that they were going to lose their job. So they were already panicking, you know. 401k became 101k. So, and, and I do a lot of meditation. So one day I just went on the street, and, you know, and just trying to figure out what can I do to help just one person. And uh, as I went on the street, I started talking about happiness. At first, people were kind of wary, you know, like, hey, what is going on here? In the middle of this recession, this guy is out there trying to talk about happiness. But there were so many people that were just excited to hear it. It was almost like a breath of fresh air, you know. And so that's when I started converting it into interview because I became a student. You know, I wanted to learn everything I can about happiness. And the best way to do so was asking questions about happiness. And, and I ended up interviewing over 1,000 individuals from all over the world. And I learned a lot in the process. And, uh, and one of the things that was very clear for me was that a lot of people just were not thankful for what they have. And so that was like really the beginning of it. I ended up hosting the Global Happiness Summit in 2010. And and, uh, and and it was really exciting. Again, I did not intend to start any movement. I just wanted to go out and affect just one person. You know, I feel like if I can shift one person's mind from all the negativity that was going on into something positive, I would have accomplished my goal. But, of course, it grew way past that number. Yeah, you have to just take it one person at a time. Obviously, more is great, but if you can affect one person's life, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. And, and then what also happened is uh, Emerson, what of Emerson said it, he said, happiness is like a perfume. You know, you can't spray it on others without a few drops coming back at you. And so as I started to interview people, one day I was in Japan Square, and this is actually the kicker for everything I've done since then. And a young man was coming towards me. And this was supposed to be a routine I've done so many times. I've interviewed so many people about happiness by this time. And I said, hey, can I ask you a quick question about happiness? And he said, no. I was so taken back, you know, because at this point I wasn't really expecting that kind of no. And I said, hey, what's going on? This is a really quick question, and I'll make it really fast. And he said, not really. I'm like, whoa, come on. Yeah, you would think everybody would be eager to find out something about happiness, right? I know, that's what I was thinking until he said no. And you know, it was so sharp. I was like, where did this come from? And so I said, come on. And then he realized I wasn't going to let him go that easy. So he said, okay, whatever it is, just go ahead and ask. And I said, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you right hey, now? Hey, 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 uh, uh, please hold that thought. We got to take a station break. We got to pay the bills. 
But we're going to come back. And we're going to continue to talk about happy. And we're going to continue to have this conversation with the chief happiness officer. It's your life. I'm James Cool. We'll be back shortly. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. It's the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And we got Edwin. Edwin Eden. I keep messing up. Edom Reed. And I tell you, this guy, Noah, if you could see his face, if you can see the expression, you can just feel the vibe just coming through the radio. Uh, you can just feel the national vibe. And wherever you're listening to this show at across the country and world, if you want to be part of this conversation, when I say that Edwin is the chief happiness officer, he is. And Noah, can you imagine? us having Edwin and Barry Shore on at the same time? It's funny because when we were talking about that right after the show started and our texts back and forth, I was having the same feeling. I was like, this is so much happy in one place. If we got them on the show at the same time, James, we not, might not even be able to talk. It would just be what? all Barry and Edwin, which is fine. <laughs> no, you know, a lot of happy. No, no, I know. You know why? Because uh, Edwin is the chief happiness officer. He is. And, and uh, Barry is the chief joy officer. 
He's the, uh, he's the world, ambassador the of joy. Ambassador of joy. And so I tell you, folks, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Speaking of you, Edwin, being the CHO, which is a really cool position in and of itself, how did you become the chief happiness officer? So one day I was speaking at a conference and a, a young man in the back of the conference was listening and apparently hasn't heard so much about this whole happiness stuff. And, uh, and, and so by the time we were done, he was so juiced up. And he walked towards me and he said, man, you know, you have to be the head honcho of happiness, you know? <laughs> and and I, I understand what it meant, but I just couldn't put head honcho on a business card, you know? So I started to think about what would be a good thing that kind of captured the essence of what the guy was talking about. And that's when I, I realized, wait a second, I don't want to be executing. I want to be happy, you know? So everybody want to be chief ha- executive officer. I just want to be chief happiness officer. So that's kind of like how he got, and then he just kind of stuck, you know? That's awesome. It makes me think when I look at companies now, hey, who is your CHO? I need to know. This is important stuff. (laughs) Also, Edwin, tell us, and I think I know the answer to this because we've dealt with other guests on the show where it's just all about joy. It's all about happiness, but it's all about perspective as well. So why is happiness and the happiness movement so important to you? Well, I think I was just uh, finishing the whole interview period. I did not wake up one day and say, oh, I want to start a happiness movement. It was just I wanted to do something about the recession and a lot of the people that were just down. And that's when I started interviewing people about happiness. You know, when it became major to me was when I encountered the young man at the Jack London Square. You know, before that time, it was just a fun thing. I was just like, okay, I get some idea from somebody, and it was really nice. It was cool. But when I met this young man, at first he didn't want to talk to me. And then after I insisted, and he said, okay, sure, go ahead. And I started, I, I, I asked him the same question I'd asked everybody before then on the scale of 1 to 10, how happy you are. And he scored by far the lowest. So that kind of shocked me because this was a beautiful Sunday, and, uh, and it's self-assessment. So why would anybody assess themselves so low? So I asked a permission if I can share any story with him that I've learned from talking to a lot of people, and he said no. I'm like, wow, here we go again, you know? And so after some time, it's okay, wherever. Just share your story so I can go my way. So I started sharing the first story, and by the end of that first story, he was calmed down a little bit, so I realized I could share one more story, and then two more, and then three more, and then about nine story, half an hour later, I said to myself, okay, you need to slow down, okay? You need to just slow down. So I reached out to shake his hand, and he held my hand so tight. And and I was like, whoa, what have I got myself into now, you know? And he said, what is your name? I said, as a general rule, I don't give my name. And I made that decision very early on because I wanted people to be able to talk freely, and so they don't think, okay, I'm trying to sell them something or something like that. So I don't ask their name, and I don't tell my name. And he looked me straight in the eyes. He said, not this time. And, uh, and he said, I didn't want to talk to you at first. You kept me here for almost 30 minutes. The least you can do is give me your name. And so I thought about that, and I said, well, that's kind of fair. Plus, I want him to release my hand. So I told him my name, <laughs> you know, and then he released my hand, and I went my way. And at that point, I didn't think of anything about it. 
until the next day when he called me. And he said, do you remember me? I said, of course, in Jack London Square. And he said, yeah. And, and, and I said, what's going on? And he said he was calling to thank me. And that's when I was kind of taken back. I'm like, why? I am the one that held you hostage. Why would you be calling to thank me? That's when he broke the news that when I stopped him, he was on his way to commit suicide. And I was kind of shocked. I was dumbfounded. And a lot of things were playing in my head. What if the first time he said, no, I kind of get, go my own way? What if the second time? And I was just going. And the only thing I could say was, you need to go see a counselor. And he said, I've been seeing a counselor for like two years. Nothing has changed. It was getting worse. And I said, then what happened? He said, all the story you were sharing with me kind of resonated. So I went back home, and the suicide note I left for my family, I flipped it back, and I said, I'm listing down the things I was happy about and thankful about just based on your story. And I was like, wow. I said, you are in a different frame of mind now. You need to go seek a different counselor. And then he asked if I was a counselor, and I said no. And he thanked me, and he hung up. Folks, that was when my life changed, and that was when my commitment on happiness changed. It started, yeah. Wow. Edwin, that's incredible. That was so powerful, yeah. uh, Noah. Edwin, I had my like, five or six questions lined up, but I'm going to have to go back to what you just responded to, and then I'm going to bring BW on uh, shortly. But um, Edwin, um, sometimes, at least I believe, those things are spiritually uh, implanted. When people are, I believe, uh, when they are always seeking help um especially right before they get ready to do something crazy and uh, this guy reached out to you and i believe in the lord and i i'm everything that i do is uh, based on my belief in and uh I, I, the most high god and the way that you just explained that uh is so powerful and it was meant that both of you guys shared two things. He shared that he was getting ready to commit suicide. And you did not know that he was doing that. But based on his response when he called you the next day, he kind of, at least what my understanding is, he kind of get laid a prophecy that you are the chief happy officer. And... The things that you was doing, you saved a life and uh, everything that I know about you. You've been saving lives over and over again. First of all, I want to commend you, brother. And I want you to continue to be the chief happiness officer. I'm going to switch just a little bit, but I'm coming right back to you. Brian, my friend, how you doing? Good. Can you hear me okay? I got you, man. I got you. I, I tell you, man, uh, uh, the time I spent uh, in California hanging out with you uh, and all the great things that you're doing and the way that you would bring in happiness. And, Noah, just in case uh, you don't know this man right here, uh, he is a happy guy, a uh, pro uh, kickboxer, boxer, all that type of stuff. But, man, and he's very successful in the fitness world. And uh, if you sit back and watch this guy for five minutes, you know that he might be the chief executive officer of happiness. Brian, can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? 
you know, it, it's funny here, um, the CEO, the CHO speak over there, and he's absolutely correct, especially even, let's say, in the fitness industry, because this is a lot of people's happy place. So one thing I can never be is unhappy, right? So I definitely think attitude and being happy is, you know, that's a decision that we all wake up in the morning and uh, we make that, do we want to turn the switch on or do we want to turn it off? So my switch is always on, you know, because to me it's just big that if I can encounter one person and make their day nice and put a smile on their face and make them happy, then it's all good. I mean, that's what it's all about, you know, attitude and uh, that decision, you know, our worst moments, right? Someone would love to have those problems. So if we're able to be awake, right, we woke up today. So we have nothing to be upset about. You, you know, I, I, I want to uh, combine bo- something that both of you guys are saying. Now, you just mentioned attitude. You just mentioned attitude. Now, Edwin talk about enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but I got this program that I talk about uh, in my speeches uh, around the country or wherever I'm at. Uh, I mean, even cruise ships and all these things that bring me out there. And it's called the ACE program. And ACE stands for attitude, commitment, <laughs> and enthusiasm. Yes. And what I'm trying to say in life, even when we get down, when we have trials and tribulations, if you got the right mindset, attitude, that, okay, regardless of what this situation and circumstances is, I'm going to be happy. I am going to be happy. And you, then you, when you get up every day, you have to be happy just for waking up. And you just said that, Brian. And uh, Edwin, you just mentioned that uh, it's your job to go out, make sure you spread the love. And I believe that the ACE program, Attitude, Commitment, and Enthusiasm, will bring joy. It will bring happiness and will cause us to make decisions when we get ready to jump off the cliff or jump and do something crazy. So I tell you, we're going to take a station break. But I am going to come back and continue to have this great conversation with the chief happiness officer and the chief executive happiness officer. We'll be back. If you want to be part of 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. We'll be back shortly. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and we're talking to the Chief Happiness Officer. Uh, we're talking to uh, Edwin, and I tell you, uh, uh, this guy's fascinating, and so is Brian. Uh, both of these guys are have been absolutely fantastic guests. Uh, but um, Edwin, when we first started the show, we kind of had a little technical difficulty, uh, and uh, I want to re-ask uh, the first question again, but we got to keep it short because I want our listening audience to know who this chief happiness officer here so edwin the first question i asked you uh real quick if you can go back through this is who you are and where you grew up at so my name is edwin Edebiri. i was <laughs> born and raised in nigeria and uh Bini city to be exact for folks who are familiar with the continent and uh, Bini empire so that goes way back uh grew up in Bini and uh as a teenager, I went to Amsterdam, which was a big shock, you know, for those who are familiar with Amsterdam, for a teenager coming from Africa. And then I spent a couple of years, and then I came to the U.S. Uh, I first went to school in Boston, where I learned to become a pilot. So I have been flying since 1982. But mostly now, it's just for fun, you know, that I fly. Uh, I got my first degree in Boston, then I went to Daytona Beach, Florida, for my MBA. I went to Embarido Aeronautical University. And then because of all the hurricane and all those stuff, I left Daytona Beach and I came out to California. And then when I came to California, I was welcomed by earthquake, but I made up my mind I was not going anywhere anymore. So <laughs> that's where I am now. <laughs> and, and you know what, man? I knew all these things, but I wanted you to uh, specify that to the audience because uh, when you was explaining that earlier before, uh, we might have lost uh, uh, some folks. I'm trying to, try to figure out. Uh, but you are an extraordinary guy, man. And uh, you. you are. And uh, one of the things that I want our listening audience to know, and I want you to explain that, what are the Ten Commandments of Happy? <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to say commandment. That sounds really, like, big. But, but I say the Ten Ways. And uh, by the time you interview over 1,000 people, you know a thing or two about the subject. And I started to figure out, okay, what was the best thing I gathered from these people and why are some people happy and other people are not happy? More than that, what can be done? You know, when you are not happy, what can you do? And that's how the 10 ways to be happy come about. Now, do I just run through the list or do we take it one at a time? Or how do you want us to do this? Well, no, there's this. Uh, okay, so you got a, a 90 seconds or I say two minutes to explain all 10 of them if you can. All right. So the. 
So the first one is decide to be happy. And, and, and folks, this is not just like making a small decision. This is making the decision a priority. You know, because when we make something priority, then we are going to put the right time into it, the right resources into it, and everything. So Dela Lama said the purpose of life is to be happy. And so if that's your purpose, you got to make a decision and make it a priority. So that's number one. Number two, you got to learn to smile and laugh at yourself. Now, some people spend so much time laughing at other people. No, you shouldn't do that. You should be laughing at yourself. You know, when you laugh at yourself, you increase your level of happiness. And then number three is volunteering. Folks, if there's any one thing that can drastically change your level of happiness, it's being of service to other people. You know, we focus too much on ourselves. So it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. If you can manage to focus on other people and be of service to others, you are going to increase your level of happiness. So volunteering is very, very crucial part. Number four is donate your money. And I know this sometimes, people say, oh, I don't have money. No, you don't have to wait to be a philanthropist before you can donate money. You can donate a dime, you can donate a dollar. And once you build that habit, there is a spirit of giving that enhance our happiness. And then number five is, is, is make time for the three Fs. Folks, we are social beings. By three F, I mean your family, your friends, and your faith. So if you make time for those three Fs, you're going to be fine. And then number six is create a list of all the things that you are thankful for. Now, folks, if there's one thing that can drastically raise your level of happiness is gratitude. Now, I'm not saying be thankful when everything is going well. I'm saying be thankful when everything is going bad. You know, how can you find gratitude in the worst situation? That's when you exercise your muscle. And I'm going to borrow from my friend here, you know, with the UFC. You know, you don't start to exercise your muscle when your muscle is too weak and out of it. You know, you practice and get stronger to prevent you from getting too weak and all this kind of stuff. And then hey, 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 Edwin, if, Edwin. Yes. Uh, yes. Up to six, everything is so fantastic. You got an extra minute. I, I want to get to all ten of these, man. I, I want to. Hey, take your time and continue. Hey, hey Noah. Hey, man, it's so good, man. We got to give him. We got to give him a little bit more time on that one. Yeah, yeah because if okay. we only get through six or seven, we're going to be left hanging for you know eight through ten. Keep going, my friend. <laughs> Keep going, my friend. Absolutely, and especially the number six is so heavy, but you know, people just think happiness is groovy. No, happiness is not easy. You got to work on it every day. So you have to put together a list of all the things that make you unhappy, and then you start working on them one by one. And then number seven, that, yeah, number eight, you got to learn to manage your time and money because those are the two things that cause a lot of stress to a lot of people. And then number nine, you got to be active. I think my friend from UFC Gym would like this part. You got to be active and you have to make healthy choices, okay? You know, your body is a temple and it's going to affect your mood if you make bad choices with your head. And then number 10, you got to create a goal or dream list. I have never come across anybody that have hope that is not happy. You know, when you lose hope, that's where you start to affect your level of happiness. So those are my 10 ways to be happy. That is absolutely incredible, man. I love every single one of those. Now I'm going to have to make a checklist to make sure I'm in line with the 10 <laughs> ways of happy 
because those are all extremely important. Yes. Well, I'm also curious. Absolutely. I'm sure you talk about these things and other things. Tell us about your podcast. What is on your podcast? What is it called? Where can people find it? And do you enjoy doing it? Absolutely. And it's called Conversation with the Cho. A conversation with the Cho, and the Cho being the chief happiness officer. And so we have different parts of it. You know, there's a session we call the Chamber Talk. During the pandemic, we spend a lot of time with CEOs and board members of different Chamber of Commerce to kind of help small business to grow and deal with the pandemic. We have a brand talk where we talk about the brand, not just business brand, but individual brand. You know, because if you don't have a brand, it's almost like you don't have a purpose. And so, so we talk about that. And then I just bring people in that are just happy, you know, and they want to leave their mark on this world. They want to definitely share with people how they can stay happy. So if you just go conversation with the show, and that is me. I'm the Chief Happiness Officer at Winnedebury. I'm looking it up for sure. That sounds like a great, a great show, my friend. You know, Edwin, I'm going to be honest with you, man. <laughs> I love you, man. I love what you're doing. I love you back, man. You are awesome. And, and uh, uh, my producer, uh, Noah, that you you hearing, uh, he like uh, we got to get this guy back on. We want to get the uh, chief happiness and the ambassador joy on same at the show. Same time. Hey, Noah, I think we can make that happen if Edwin said that um, he's he's on board with yeah, it. No pressure, I, Edwin, but we would love I, to have you. But Barry already told me he's on board. <laughs> I mean, with, with with everything, and he probably listened tonight. You know, but uh, we, now, now let me just say this real quick, though. This is such a small word because I'm going to actually be having Barry on my podcast. I oh, no, nice. no, I love no. it. Hey, Barry is such a wonderful guy. But you know, we run out of time, we less than about a 90 seconds away. And uh, I want to say, you know, Edwin, we got this, we got the sound thing right. Uh, B, B, BW, we got the sound thing right. I mean, next time we do this, we got it right. Uh, but right. I, but I think we got it right tonight uh, with the message. And I just want to thank both of you guys, especially you, Edwin, for taking the time to come on and educate our, our listening audience on worldwide on the ten, and I call them commandments, but I know it's, it's your ten ways of being happy. Hey, Brian. I want to thank you, and uh, I tell you, I look forward to speaking uh, when I'm back in California, probably in about two weeks, because uh, I got to get back in studio with my main man. Uh, yeah, my, we need you here, producer. friend. Yeah, so I got to get back in studio, and, and I'm gonna bring that guy down with me, Noah. I'm bringing him in the studio. Looking he he gonna see how it work. But I I want to get you guys back on, uh, Edwin. I, I want to get you back on, and I I just want to say. Thank you. And if you was having a bad week, a bad Friday, a bad whatever, after listening to these great guys, you should be smiling. You should be happy. We, I'm wishing everybody an absolute wonderful weekend. And I want to thank Michelle Cooley, who's uh, she just had surgery day, my co-host. But I, I want to thank Noah, my great. Uh, producer, I want to thank uh, uh, Edwin, and I want to thank Brian. But I'm, most importantly, I want to thank my listener audience. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.